What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Timothy J. Ward, back with another episode of the Talking Truth Podcast. This is episode two, and I know what y'all were thinking. When you listened to episode one, you said this is probably the only episode this man is going to do because he's great at starting projects, getting everyone all excited, and then he never follows through. So you said, I'm going to sit back, listen to episode one, and then wish this whole podcast thing, you know, a merry goodbye. But I'm back. It's episode two. We're doing this, people. This is the the end, excuse me, of 2018. 2019 is coming. And 2019, I know for me, and hopefully for you as well, is going to be the year that I start doing things. 2019 is going to be the year I really get serious, start doing things in life. I feel like I've been doing some stuff before. I feel like I've been blessed to do some things in the past few years that I would have never thought I could have done. But 2019 is the year we really, we, wow, um, it would help if I could talk this morning. 2019 is the year we really ramp up, get going. And one of the projects that I definitely am serious about and excited about is this podcast. The Talking Truth podcast, where once a week we just talk truth, as the name implies. (laughs) Once a week, pick a topic, pick something, and just tell the truth about it. Not enough truth in the world. There's a lot of noise in the world, a lot of people talking in the world. More than ever, we come in contact with other people's thoughts and opinions and other people's blah, 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 blah. Not a lot of people talking truth. I feel like with the easier the access to platforms, social media, internet, makes it very easy for people to get their opinions out there. I feel like the easier it is to get your opinion out there, the more each and every one of us comes in contact with bullcrap. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it was harder to get your what you had to say out there. And so a lot of the people who just had these bullcrap, stupid opinions couldn't get it out there. But now anyone can just pick up their camera and start talking and people tune in and believe it. So I think it is important that we draw the line somewhere and say, okay, some of us got to speak truth. Even if it's not popular, even if it's not sexy, even if a lot of people aren't going to listen, we got to talk truth. People say to me all the time, you know, Tim, if you really want to blow up on YouTube, you need to do stuff that's funny, you need to do stuff that's trending, you know, you need to do all this other little stuff the kids are into. People are constantly talking about what the kids are into, okay? Like, I respect the fact that if you catch them young, you have them for their whole life. I respect that, okay? But I'm not, I'm not into the fads and the trends and, and the funny stuff. You know, I try to be funny, try to be entertaining. But for me, it's more about truth and, 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 and motivation and inspiration and helping people, doing what I can to help other people live great lives. Like, it, it's not about gathering the biggest audience because, you know, I just make people laugh by doing silly stuff. So that's why this podcast means a lot to me. That's why it's going to be pretty big deal 2019 um i i I got some other stuff um yeah just just 
tell you, this podcast is going places. Uh, I downloaded the, actually on my phone this morning, the Anchor app. Shout out to the people who recommended it to me. Uh, makes it very easy to like do a podcast on your phone. So i uh, got to work on that, figure that out. But yeah, this podcast is going places. Stick around. Anyway, today's topic isn't just me rambling about why I want to have a podcast. I did that last week. <laughs> Today, today's topic is we're going to talk kind of about side hustles, but mainly we're talking about why a job is just the beginning. Today's topic, why your job is just the beginning. And I want to talk about this because freedom is one of my main talking points, and I feel like too few of us are financially free. And part of the reason I think this is true, excuse me, hopefully y'all didn't hear that. Um, I just had a slight belch. Pardon me. I'm still new to this podcasting thing. I haven't learned how to like edit stuff like that out, but I'm drinking water. These things happen. Anyway, part of the reason I feel that most of us are not financially free or as financially free as we could be is because we are brought up and taught that a job is the be-all and end-all. You get a good job, you're done. You get a good job, the search is over, you stay there for 50 years or whatever, retire. Getting a good job is it. Once we get that phone call, they say you're hired, uh, sigh of relief, we're done. That's all you need in life. Now you can start going out and buying stuff and getting into debt. You know, getting all these bills and debt and stuff. But that, that's basically what we're taught. The job is the end. I disagree. I feel like the job is just the beginning. I feel like a job is a tool that you can use. Job is like the base. It's like the foundation that you can use to help you go towards financial freedom. Like, y'all know me, I'm a big believer, I think everyone should have a side hustle. If you're one of the people, like me, like millions of others, like most people, and you have to have a job, I think after you come home from work, in the evenings or on the weekends, you should have some form of side hustle. Something that brings you in some income that you are in control of. You know, I, I don't talk about side hustles and, and things like that for the money, because of the money. I'm not saying you need to go out and get a side hustle because you need to make more money. Because money is good. No. I'm saying you need to get a side hustle for the control. For the control it gives you in your life. Like, so few of us have anything really, like, um, especially when it comes to making money that we're in control of. Most of us just have a job. Very little control there. They tell you, for most of us, they tell you when you have to be there, when you can leave, when you can go to lunch, when you can have a break, what you have to do today, what you have to do tomorrow, where you sit when you get to work, you know. All these things. Very little control. They tell you when they're going to pay you. You get paid every two weeks, every month, you know. Very little control when it comes to our job and how we make money. So I think everyone needs a side hustle for various reasons, but I think the number one reason is that it feels great to have something that's bringing you in some money, bringing you in some income that you can use to help you and your family to take care of responsibilities that you 
are in control of. That you totally decide, I want to work on this now. This is what I want to do. This is when I'm going to stop. This is when I'm going to start again. This is the plan for the future. You know, you're in total control of your side hustle. And it feels great. Especially when, like I said, the money starts rolling in. And I feel like that switches a light bulb in your head and makes you go, oh, I can really do this. But I feel like for a lot of people, the job is it, you know. Once they get the job, that's the golden ticket. They're done. And so they go through life never really having this control, um, never really feeling it, and always being at the mercy of someone else. You know, some of us are blessed to have good bosses, bosses we like to work. You know, I always say, this is like one of my mottos, and I want to do a whole video on this. Uh, I feel like you should work for companies you believe in and for people you respect, if possible. Now, I know this hasn't always been the case in my life. I know it's not always possible for people. Um, I'm blessed at the current moment to work for a company I believe in and work for people I respect. Um, most people know this who follow my channel. I work for the YMCA of the Rockies, like the biggest YMCA in the world, tucked snugly in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. If you've seen any of my pictures on Instagram, at Timothy J. Ward, follow me, trying to get to 500 followers. Let's go, people. Um, if you've seen any of my pictures on Instagram, uh, you know, beautiful scenery, mountains, deer all over the place. The deer kind of get on my nerves because they're everywhere, but deer all over the place, elk, just beautiful surroundings, and a really good company. You know, um, it's, it's a non-profit, and while, as with every company, you know, there's some room for improvement, as there is with all of us, but um, I really do respect the company, what it stands for. You know, it's all about, uh, they're, they're really, really into like young people and helping out young people and, and just giving families a great place that they can come and like hang out and, and, and have fun and see nature. They do a lot of like giving back and, and allowing people to come for free. And it's just a beautiful place. And the people I work for, I work for the house, in the housekeeping department. Um, all three of my bosses there, highly respectful. Um, so if you have to work, I feel like that's the type of situation you want to work work in. So uh, I know I just went on this long tear about my job. <laughs> but <laughs> that's how passionately I feel about it. So that's why I always tell people, if possible, try to find a company you believe in. Try to find people you respect to work for. Because that makes every day a lot easier when you're at work. When you don't believe in the company and you work for people that are a-holes, it's really not fun. Work is already hard enough. It's already hard enough getting up and going to work at 7.30 in the morning, being there till 4, 5, 6 o'clock. That's already hard enough. But when you work around a bunch of idiots for a company that, you know, is doing nothing good, it makes it even harder. But while you're working, if you can find a good situation, you want to just use it as a stepping stone. You want to just use it uh, to, to help you pay the bills, take care of your family, and finance your side hustles. Imagine how different the world would be if everyone went into a job saying, okay, I got this good job here. Blessed to get this good job here. I'm going to work here 15 years, and then by that time, I'm going to have my own business. What if that was the mindset everyone went into work with? The world would be a totally different place. 
I think it would be a lot better place. Because not only would people be happier, I think, when, once they, that 15 years came around and they got to leave their job and do what they wanted to do, do what they love, hopefully. Um, it doesn't make sense to really start a business if you don't love it. But I also think it would help the marketplace because you would constantly be having this turnover. People reach 35, 40, about the age where a lot of companies these days are starting to let people go because they want young people. Well, that there wouldn't be this big issue because all the people that age would be ready to go anyway. Ah, Bob, we're going to have to let you go. You're getting a little long in the tooth. Oh, he's like, oh, here's my notice anyway. I was out the door. I'm about to go run my lawn business or whatever Bob wants to do. So I feel like it would help the marketplace out, the job market. You know, not to mention, uh, employ. you know why employers get away with what they get away with these days? You know why we have to, like, always have these rallies and demonstrations to try to get people, uh, employers, to pay people a living wage? You know why we have to do this? Because employers know they can get away with almost anything because people aren't going anywhere. It is definitely an employer's market right now. Employers know you're not going nowhere. They can slash your hours, you know, down to 32 hours for full-time. Then they say, well, we don't hire anyone full-time anymore. It's just part-time people, you know. They can do all the little stuff they're doing because they know people aren't going anywhere. Can you imagine how the job market would change, how we as employees would be treated if employers knew that after so long their employees would be gone? You know, and they didn't know when that would be. Now, you might say, Bob might say, I'm going to give it 15 years and I want to have my lawn business going. But what if Bob got it done in six years? You know, employers don't know. All they know is that most of their employees in, in the future that I would like to see, most of, all they would know is that most of their employees got some side hustles going on. They're making moves. They're grinding. They're hustling. And one day soon, they're going to be out the door. Do you know how much employers would try to kiss your butt to keep you around? Hey, I know you got so-and-so going on, um, but we really appreciate it. You know what you do for us here. Let's do this. Let's do this. How can we help? How can we keep you around another two years, Bob? How can we keep you around till we find someone to train you? The whole, the whole system would change. But as it is now, most people, once they get their job, all they're trying to do is keep that job for as long as possible. I just, I just don't think that's right. Now, if you, if you like your job, you love your job. I work with a guy um, who's been working up here like 40 years. He loves it. Doesn't want to go nowhere. Cool. If you are in the job you love that you want to do for the rest of your life, there's nothing wrong with that. And that happens. If you're one of those people who just has no desire to hustle on the side or start your own business or be an entrepreneur or whatever, that's cool too. But I feel like there are, there's a steady out there I meant to pull up, um, but I was trying to I was uploading a video all night long last night. The Wi-Fi here is crap. I got to get new Wi-Fi today. I was all night long. I was trying to upload a video. It didn't work. So I got up this morning trying to figure that out on this crappy Wi-Fi. So I didn't do all the research and stuff I wanted to do for this podcast. But I was like, I'd rather just get it out. And it'd be okay than not get it out and it'd be crappy. Um, Or get it out later and it'd be good. Anyway, so I meant to pull up a statistic. I think it's like 70% of Americans hate their job or don't like their job. Just let that marinate. 70%. 100 people in a room, 70 of them don't like their job. 70 of them. And yet and still, I guarantee you, if they were to take that 
whatever group they surveyed. 20 years from now, probably like 90% of that 70% would still be at their job. Of the 7% of Americans now who don't like their jobs, I guarantee 90% of them will still be at that job or at another job they don't like 20 years from now. We have just been taught to be far too dependent on jobs. And I just want to say right now, jobs are not a bad thing. Like, I'm not job bashing. I just think our ideal of what a job is needs to change. All things in life are tools. Other than the things that are, like, real. Friends, family, love, that type of stuff is real. Everything else is pretty much a tool I think we should just use to get us to where we want to be in life. Your job is just a tool you should be using to get you to be able to live the life you want to live. Your job shouldn't be what is keeping you from living the life you want to live. I'm going to say that again, because I actually like that. Uh, Your job should be a tool you use to get you to the life you want to live. Your job shouldn't be the thing that keeps you from living the life you want to live. But for most of it, it is. Most of us, it is. For most of us, there are so many different things we'd be doing if we didn't have to go to work. If we didn't have to get up, go to work at specific times and days, there's so many other things most of us would be doing. But people will tell you, and I guarantee someone's saying it right now, I guarantee it. Someone is probably on the verge of typing it into the comment box right now. But Tim, that's not the way the world works. We have to work. That's just the way it is. Like, I try not to ever react to comments or get too mad. Here lately, I've been kind of going back and forth more um, on, on, I won't say negative comments, but comments that I kind of disagree with. Uh, And that's just simply because I'm trying to interact more. You know, if someone takes the time to watch one of my videos or, or look at one of my posts on social media, I feel like I kind of owe it to them to uh, as much as I can. Sometimes I can't get to all of them. But even if they have a differing opinion, um, I try. To, I, I want to interact more. So short of people who I know are actively trolling, if someone comments, I try to you know get back with them. And if I disagree, I'm being a lot more vocal with my disagreement. Before, I just would kind of eh, PC it. But now I'm just being like, no, this is why I think I'm right. <laughs> in this instance. Now, if I'm wrong, once again, some, all the time people give me differing opinions. I'm like, you know what? I think you're right. Like, I didn't think about it that way. But if someone's wrong, you know, here lately I've been trying to fire back a little more than normal. But I bring that up to say I rarely get, like, angry or aggravated over comments. Yes, it is what it is. But when I do get angry and aggravated, uh, or not angry, but just aggravated, it's not... Like, because someone said something about me. Or, you know, when people try to come at you, that doesn't bother me. I get aggravated when people, when people's mindset, I think, is off. And I just want to, you know, you know, you like just want to shake somebody and say, come on. And it's not because I, I, I need them to agree with me. It's because, like, I feel like the, what I'm trying to tell them could help them change, you know, help them change their life. You know? Um, and, like, one of the main ones that always gets me is when people say, that's not the way the world works. And people love saying this one. I don't, I don't, like, I could never bring myself to type that in, in a comment. Or even say that. That's just the way it is. That's the way the world works. Like, people constantly get that comment. And it really gets to me. Because I'm like, of course the world is going to keep working that way if we keep giving in and saying, oh, that's the way the world is. 
anything in this world that has ever changed changed because some people one person maybe started it and then some people start to follow and they said we're not going to live in a world like this yes the world is like this now we don't want it to be like that let's change it that's how the world changes so if you just sit back and be like that's not the way the world works well then guess what it's always going to keep working the way it's working now so the only way for us to change the way the job system is set up now is for us to say draw lines in the sand and start saying I'm not going to do it but there's so many people who A they, they never even I think think about a concept like this or think about the ideal of you know I could actually get a little side hustle going or one day I could actually own a business and it's not it's not anyone's fault I mean I, it's taken me 30 some years to get here and it's just because I just never was taught any of this you know and and I I will admit that I did when in my 20s I did have mentors who are always telling me the reason you'll hear me say lawn business a lot when I'm talking entrepreneurship is because it's on the top of my head because I did lawn maintenance so many years most of my career and I most of that time I worked for uh gentlemen who ran their own business these are some of my biggest mentors in life shout out to John shout out to Ray uh small shout out to David <laughs> I had one I had one boss uh David who was uh I I worked for him in the lawn care business he had his own business um he actually was my assistant manager at my first job ever he started a lawn business um and I went to work for him later the reason I say small shout out is because he still owes me like 500 bucks only time I've ever been screwed out of money uh <laughs> working for somebody anyway but he's still my boy shout out to John but uh I mean excuse me David uh but and these guys was always telling me and, and I respect them for this because they, I was, you know, a solid employee. I was, you know, just good work ethic. I like to work. So solid employee. I know they valued me as an employee because they let me know uh, monetarily as well as, you know, telling me. And, you know, like Ray is, y'all have heard me talk about him many times. Ray's like a, a father figure to me. And the, you know, our relationship came from him being a good boss, me being a good employee. Uh, you know, I could call Ray today and say, Ray, I need a thousand bucks or, um, you know, whatever I need it for. He send it to me like we're we're family and vice versa he could call me and say tim you know i need you down here to help me so and so and if i could i'm there but he would always tell me john another guy i worked for many years lawn business would always tell me you can do this you should start your own lawn business john used to be like man i'll give you some of my old equipment so you can start like literally john would tell me he's like i'll give you some of my old equipment if you to start a lawn business um he's like i got some of these crappy accounts i don't want i'll give them to you he's like the customers know you you're there every every week they'll they'll let you have the account and at the time i was not in the mindset as i'm saying this i'm sitting here going why didn't i do that <laughs> i'm sitting here going you know what i thought the man was handing me a lawn business i didn't take it my point is that uh i can understand why a lot of people don't do it why a lot of people don't start up a side hustle why a lot of people don't try to start their own business it, it takes a certain mindset and believing you can do it now there's a good percentage of people who just don't want to put in the work i know for me yeah starting a lawn business back then would have gotten the way of my drinking i can't be in the in the club every friday and saturday night you know 
pool parties on Sunday. Uh, actually, I didn't go to a lot of pool parties because um, I was usually so hungover from the weekend. But uh, I mean, I couldn't be doing what I wanted to do down in Gainesville, Florida, go Gators. If I was, you know, running a lawn business, I had other stuff I wanted to do. I feel like a lot of people, they, they just don't want to put in the work to do it. But I think for a lot of the people who have the talent, the ability, that, that hustler mentality, whatever it is, they just don't know they can do it. And that's one thing I'm learning in life. Sometimes you just got to tell people this can be done. Now, a lot of us, I know I'm, I'm number one in this. You know, we, we all think, oh, I'm nobody. Who am I to tell somebody something? But I'm learning in life, okay, yeah, I'm a nobody, but it's a good idea, so I'm going to talk about it. So that's why I'm doing a podcast like this today. Me, someone who has of yet not started a business that they can live off of, um, I'm still in the side hustle phase. I still am putting the message out there because someone who's further along, someone who is more talented than me, has more ambition than me, maybe you know more finances to work with than me, might listen to this somehow somehow might fall down a YouTube hole and listen to this and it could be the catalyst for them saying, hey, I'm going to take this and, and then they start like this really great business. Hopefully, if they do that, they'll come back to this video, drop a brother, a PayPal donation. I'm totally joking. Totally joking. <laughs> the benefit is in helping people. not in It's not monetary. But, you know, just some things we don't think about until someone tells us. And so that's why, like, if, if, if we could have a whole shift and our collective mentality. There's so many kids now, you know, with the, especially with like the internet. You know, there's, there's kids now that, you know, they have the talent, they have the brains, they are ambitious. And if someone could get to them at five, six years old and tell them, hey, job is just the beginning. If once you get out of high school, if you go to college, you don't have to do that. But if you do and you find a good job, use that just as a tool until you can start your own business, do your own thing. You know, but with the internet, I mean, you can, you know, these kids can start hustling, doing stuff on, online from home while they're in school. You know, by the time they graduate high school, they could already have their business in place. You know, they want to call, you know, there, there's so many people. Uh, you know, the, one of the things about the internet is great that it's the great equalizer. Anyone can get started with like no money. You can start a podcast like this one I'm doing. Granted, it's in the early stages. It's still a little ghetto. But started it, starting it basically for free. Starting it with tools I, I already have sitting around my apartment. Anyone can do that. It's the great equalizer. You can make a video on a topic, podcast on a topic, article on a topic. with And, and someone who's an expert in that field can do a video podcast, whatever, and yours can outrank them just because people like you more. Great equalizer. The only problem with that is you're always looking at what everyone else is doing. And like regular business, I don't know how much money the guy down the street who makes pizzas like me is making. I don't know what everybody else is doing. Like I can judge based on kind of, you know, his equipment and stuff like that, and but I don't really know. On the internet, you 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 can see, especially with like social media, like here on YouTube, I can see how many subscribers someone else has. That that's a metric that you're always going up against people with. I can see how many views you get on a similar video as mine. So that that is one of the downfalls of the internet. You're always judging yourself on other people, and there's lots of people doing better than you. You start a business in your town, there's only five people doing it. If there's two people better than you, eh, whatever. Uh, on the internet, you try to start something, 
especially if it's social media based, and you can see hundreds of thousands of people better than you. I think sometimes that holds people back, but you can't you can't let that hold you back. Like it's it's, but I'm saying my point in all this was to say like these kids these days, if we could get them young and let them know, hey, start hustling now, start your side hustle now. You may never have to work for someone else, or you may only have to do it for five, ten years. It would totally change people's lives. You know, we're so used to getting up, going to work, putting in all the whatever hours they say we have to put in. Hey, I know you only supposed to work eight hours, but we're not done, so you got to work, you know, ten. We're so used to that. We just take, we just accept that. Do you know how crazy that is? That someone who has said, okay, you're, we'll pay you this amount if you give give us eight hours or eight hours of your day can come to you at the end of that eight hours and say, oh, we need two more hours of your day. Of your day. This is me and yours day. We only get 24 hours. They can come to us and say, oh, we need two more because the work's not done. And we just go, okay, and accept it because that's the way it is. That's crazy. It's craziness. All this stuff that goes on at work is crazy that we accept because it's an employer's market. They know they got you. Because they know if you go to get another job, you're going to have to put up with the same stuff. They know this. They know. It's not like you can be like, man. And you hear people say this all the time. Typically people who stay at a job forever. Man, this job's crazy. Man, I'm going to go somewhere else. Do the, I'm getting that job. That's, do, 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 do. Then people never leave because they're just, all they do is complain. But employers know if that person ever left, the next job is going to be the same thing. Typically. But... If we could get to people young and get just a whole movement of people and all of us could come together and just change the mindset and, and, and start thinking that a job is just the beginning. I'm only going to do this until I get my stuff going. All that would change. Employers be kissing your butt to get you to stay. And not only that, I know for me, having... Like, my my side hustle is YouTube, in case anyone's wondering. Um, I got some other little stuff I'm working on. Um, I've been working on my, uh, uh, I'm going to start at my road to retirement segment. I told you all a few months back, I'm going to retire by 45. And I'm going to show you all along the way, everything I do to get there. But right now, the biggest side hustle I have is YouTube. <clears throat> I've been on YouTube a while. Um, I Once again, I'm kicking myself. Because if I had applied myself years ago when I first got on YouTube, I wouldn't have to work right now. I can unequivocally say that. I would be totally self-employed just off YouTube if I applied had applied myself, you know, eight years ago when I first got on YouTube. But, once again, that would have gotten in the way of my drinking. That would have gotten in the way of my womanizing. You know, the funometer was all I cared about back then. And the funometer is pretty high, folks. <laughs> this is pretty uh, someone commented the other day and they were like I want to get my funnel meter up there with Tim's and I was like y- you better bring your A game because your boy used to put in work but now in hindsight I wish I had a very low funnel meter and I had been working and hustling now I could be traveling full time doing whatever I want um, that's, that's the price you pay but my side hustle is YouTube and it has allowed me to like see I don't make a lot of money off YouTube Cause, of course not, because I still have to work. But it's a, it has, like, opened the door and allowed me to see into the room of financial freedom, working for yourself, doing something you love. Like, I love 
making YouTube videos. I'm enjoying doing this podcast. Um, I love posting to social media. Writing, not so much. <laughs> Writing, not so much. Um, that's why I said before in another video, and I might have said it in last week's podcast. I'm not sure. But I was saying I was going to start a blog. And I actually went through and had started it. Changed my mind. Um, not going to do the blog just because I don't love writing. Like blog-wise. Uh, in the future, I would still love to do a book. I know that's writing. But there's not a lot of pressure. It's not the same pressure. Like a blog, you have to keep constant content. So, you know, every couple days you need to be writing something. When I write a book, it's just going to be as thoughts hit me, I write them down. There's going to be no time frame. When it's done, it's done. I can write like that. But as far as writing a blog that I keep up as much as like a YouTube channel, I don't love it enough. But my point was, doing YouTube, and when I finally started making some money off of it, it allowed me to kind of see into the door of, of like, financial freedom. And it really turned me on to, to a side hustle. Like, when I started YouTube, and I remember, this was years ago, um... When, this was back when Google was paying in paper checks. So it was actually kind of cool. Because now they just do direct deposit, but YouTube is owned by Google, so Google pays you. So when they sent you a check in the mail, it had Google on it. So I would go to the Walmart and cash it. <laughs> just so, like... <laughs> just, just so... I would always go to, like, the cutest cashier and cash the check from Google. And I would just, like, love the way they looked at me. Because they'd just be like, wow, this guy's got a check from Google? Like, it was a little game. You know, like I said, I was still in my womanizer days. So any angle to try to get a female, I was working it. So I was totally working them Google checks. Anyway... But when I started getting checks, and in my mind, I get a check, even if it wasn't a very big check, I was like, oh, but this can pay the car insurance, or this can pay my cell phone bill. And I started look at it, looking at it that way. I'm like, oh, you know, this little side hustle, the money I'm making, is taking pressure off me working. The more I can make with this side hustle, the less I have to worry about working. You know, I could, I could miss a day at work and it didn't bother me because I knew I had a check coming from, you know, YouTube at the, at the end of the month. You know, like just that that was what kind of what snapped the, the, the trigger in my head that made me really want to start doing YouTube. Um, and it's taken some years for me to really get to this. Like 2019 is a year, I'm telling you, it's coming. I feel like this will be the first year I'm really, like, serious about all this stuff. But there's other times I've, I've been into it um, and, you know, ramp my earnings up. But but this side hustle has allowed me to see kind of what it can do for me. And I wish everyone can see that. Like, a lot of times, you know, people talk about side hustling and entrepreneurship. And we, we like to look at these other people and, 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 and see their story. And you kind of look at, okay, they say, oh, I don't have to work, I got all this stuff. You know, some people like to show off their possessions they've got from, you know, owning their own business, whatever. And we like to look at that and say, oh, that'd be cool. But we, we until you actually experience it, like, I wish they could put, you know, what it feels like to make an extra $300 a month on your side hustle in, like, pill form, and you could let people swallow it and feel it for, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think that right there is enough motivation. Most people would jump on it. But a lot of times, you know, it's just hard to... It's it's, it's like a taste of freedom, you know? And that's, that's what's allowed me to say, you know what, come 45, I don't want to have to clock in. I don't want to have to go on job interviews. 
I don't want to work for no one else. I want to have the total freedom in my life. And that's really what this is all about. Job is just a tool you use to get you to be able to live the life full time that you want to live. Use your job, use the money you're making there to help you create, design, and, 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 and get to the life you want to live. Because that's what it's all about. If you're not living the life you want to live, why are we here? What is the point? When you go to check out, do you really just want to look back and be like, well, you know, I did what I could because the world's the way the way the world is. <laughs> no, it's like, we're here to enjoy ourselves, do things we love, spend time with friends and family. That stuff is what it's about. That's the stuff that feels good deep down inside. That's the stuff that when you do it, you go to bed that night with a smile on your face, you sleep like a baby. That's what life's all about. But working at a job you don't like or, or, or working when you're not in control of your time takes all that away from you. You spend so much of your time, your energy, your labor, even when we're not at work. We're, we're, our actions are based on work. Oh, I can't go out tonight. I got to get up early, you know, go to work tomorrow. Ah, I got to head home now. got to go, you know, all this stuff based on work. But if you can figure out a way to work for yourself, figure out a way to provide for you and your family that you control. You control when you work. You control the hours you put in. You control when you take a break. You control when you go to lunch. If there's a day you just don't want to work, you just don't work. If you can figure that out, then you're in control of your life. You can make what you love a priority then. The, for most of us, work is our priority. That is the number one thing in your life is work. Work is the priority in most of our, our lives. But if we can work for ourselves, do something we love, we can set the priorities. My, my spouse, my children, my family is my priority. They get top billing. They decide where I go, what I do, when I do it. Under that is the job, is the work that I'm doing, that I'm in control of, that allows me to take care of me and them. But they come first. Can you imagine that life? Your friend, your family, your friends, loved ones, your hobbies. You know, uh, your alone time is a big one a lot of us don't get because we're so busy doing other stuff. Your alone time takes top priority, top billing. Under that is the work you do. And since you're in control, since you're the boss, you could set your life up that way. Imagine how, how peaceful, how carefree you know, your life would be. Now, I know right now, someone's about to say, Tim, being an entrepreneur is hard work, is not carefree. You have to work more sometimes than you normally do. I understand that. I get that, especially in the beginning stages. Um, but this is not a video about how to be an entrepreneur, how to start your own business. You'll notice a lot of my videos aren't about how to, they're about mindset. This is just a video to get you in the right mindset. There's some people out there way more vastly more qualified than me to tell you what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, the daily grind, all that. My job, my job is just to get you in the right mindset. I know that's the easiest job. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. It might be harder to get people to have the right mindset than it is to get someone who already has the mindset. Just give them the basics. This is how you do it. But yeah, I know being an entrepreneur is hard. 
I know there's a level of stress working for yourself. If you're, you know, if, if anything goes wrong, there's no, there's no safety net. It's, and it's all on you, especially if you have a family. I get all that. I get that. So don't think it's like easy. I'm saying it's easy. When I say carefree, I don't mean no stress, no worry. I mean carefree from the sense of having to worry about pleasing other human beings, doing a good job over here because you're working for someone else. It's carefree in the sense that you're the boss. You get to make the decisions. So it's still hard work, but I feel like it's more fulfilling work. And I feel like it definitely allows you to live a better life, have a better standard of living because you're in control. I'll tell you, we, we just don't realize how much of our life is controlled by, by a job. You know, that's uh, even me working seasonal work past few years and having a lot more control because I wasn't at a job long term. Open my eyes. I, I feel like so many things I've been blessed to do in the past few years are leading me down the pa- this path. You know, I've been slowly but surely getting freer, I'm noticing. And I think it's it's been leading me down this path to, to, to talk about this. Even seasonal work. Just knowing, okay, I'm here four months, then I, I get to go to another job. And in between those jobs, I could pick how long I wanted to be off. If I, if I wanted to, to save up really hardcore and take two months off before my next job, I could do it. If I didn't want to save that hardcore when I was at one job and I, you know, only took two weeks off between two jobs, I could do it. But I had that freedom. What do I want to do in the month of May? Oh, I want to go down to Mexico. Cool. Went down to Mexico. Two weeks. No one could tell me I couldn't. (laughs) You know, there was no, there was no, I needed to use no sick time, you know, or no vacation time, none of that stuff. It was my time because I was between jobs didn't have to ask nobody there was no stress involved i just went did what i wanted to do um came back and still had time before i went back to my next job that was eye-opening too that let me see once again it opened the door let me see into the room of oh doing whatever you want to do because you set your finances up that way so man what if i could do that all the time what if all the time i could decide what do i want to do next week oh i want to go here i want to travel here i'm gonna go i want to go visit so-and-so, I'm going to go visit them. It's something I'd never experienced before. I never thought I could experience it. And it felt so good. Like I said, that's why I want to tell other people. You know, I know there are people out there who are just like me. At 30 years old, I never thought I could see the United States. Some of the states I've been blessed to see. Some of the things in this country I've been blessed to see. And you know me. It's the weird random things I see looking out the window of the train or out the window of the, the bus that get me. I can go to major cities. Oh, there's St. Louis. There's the Arch. Okay, cool. But, you know, traveling down some backwater road in Idaho and <laughs> seeing, and seeing like, just a weird building or something, uh, you know, that you don't see anywhere else in the country except in one state blows my mind. I'm like, wow, never would have thought I'd seen that, you know? Spending two months uh, working, like, on an Indian reservation. The job I worked at. The hotel I worked at, uh, St. Mary's Resort, Montana, is on the Blackfoot Indian Reservation. Craziness to me. One of the highlights of my life, honestly. Um, I would have never thought I could do stuff like that. And so that's, that's, that's part of the reason I'm so passionate about talking about stuff like this. 
you know, because one because before I would never thought I could do it because I had to work, have to work. I'm at the whim of my bosses. Start designing a life for yourself where that's not true, where you don't have to work all the time. You don't have to work full time. Eventually, you can, you know, dial your side hustle gets bigger. You can go to a part time job. Work there for a while. Side side hustle gets even bigger. Cut out the part time job. Maybe work whenever you want to work. Um, I, I honestly feel like we definitely are coming up on a period of where day labor is going to get huge. Part time jobs are huge now. They went from full time jobs. There's a ton of part time jobs. A lot of the job data out there where they're like the economy's so great, everyone's got a job. Is talking about part time job. It's 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 all skewed. So we're down to a lot more part-time jobs than ever. I think as the economy gets worse, I don't want to harp on this in this podcast, but we're going to see a, an economic collapse um, here in the near future. Hopefully they can keep it off for a while, because I really ain't trying to see it. But 10 years or so down the road, I think it's coming. We're going to slowly start shifting to like a date more to like day labor or contract hiring. Not even going to have part-time jobs no more. They're going to be like, hey, we need somebody for 10 days. He can work for us. The reason I bring this up is to say you can get yourself in a position where that's the only type of work you really need to do and when you want to do it. Hey, work's a little slow at my, you know, cake business. I'm going to go work down the road for two weeks. I'm going to take a two-week contract here. Or I'm going to go work for two days, day labor, doing this, get a little money in, whatever. Get yourself to that type of freedom where that's all uh, you need to do. You know, a lot of the people who are doing RV living, van dwelling, living in the cars, that's what they need to do. Shout out to well, that's what they do. Excuse me. Shout out to my boy No Camp Fant. Um, that's what he does when he's in his Jeep Cherokee traveling around the country. He just stops works day labor. Why is he able to do that? Because he set himself up in a position where his jobs isn't his life. He'll work a little bit, save some money, and then he travels the country, needs a little income, goes day labor. Like you can set your life up into where you don't need to work. You don't need to have a full time job. And that's where I think we really need to be. Just have the mindset. The job is just the beginning. You know, even now, if you're like me, you're middle-aged. Ooh, that feels hard saying. If you're, <laughs> if you're middle-aged, you know, uh, you can you can, you can can say, you can, you can draw a line in the sand. Okay, for most of my life, I've been living, thinking I was going to work until I was 65. Then, you know, I was going to retire. Draw a line in the sand and say, no, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to work past this age. I picked 45. Um, six years from now, which is easy, a lot easier for me, I will admit. I have no kids, have no spouse, very few responsibilities. Um, I've been living out of two suitcases for the past four or five years, pretty much. So I don't need much. Um, blessed to be able to have a mindset where I don't need to have much to feel fulfilled. Like, I, I was sitting here I, in my new apartment. My room is not that big. It's smaller than my room was in employee housing at the Y. Um, it's it's an older apartment. It's nothing fancy. You know, it, it's it's a lot of people look at it and be like, ugh, I, I love it. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have it, you know? So it doesn't take much for me to be happy, feel fulfilled. So for me, I don't need to make that much a month to make it, to survive, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm seriously thinking on whether over the next two years or so, I want to uh, fix up a vehicle and do some vehicle dwelling when I'm done here, when I'm done with this job. 
going to be here a year, two years, I'm not sure yet, but I'm trying to decide, do I want to do some vehicle dwelling? If I do that, it won't take much money for me to live. All I need is like food and gas. You know, so it's a little easier for me, I understand, to say, after past 45, I'm not working for anybody. But you can do the same thing. You might be smarter than me, more talented than me. You can figure it out quicker how to make the money you need to make. Or you can, you know, come with minimalist like me and, you know, downsize heavy and live in an RV with your family or in a van with yourself and your dogs, whatever. There's options. There are so many options out there to live where you don't have to for the rest of your life until you're older. Work a 9 to 5. Or 8 to 8 or whatever it is you're working. So many options. And the reason, because I think I've talked about this before in, in, a, in a Tim talk. The reason I always you know, feel moved to talk about this topic when I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about is because our job takes up so much of our life. And that's not fair. I know fair is a human concept. The universe doesn't deal in fair. But, you know, humans do, so I use the word. That's not fair. That's not right. Each and every human should be in control of their life or have as much control of their life as possible. And jobs, the way they're set up now, do not allow that. There was a time we didn't work like this, people. There was a time when there were no jobs, quote-unquote, like this. The Industrial Revolution came in, changed the game. We are still living by that playbook. The employees, the bosses, are the masters. The rest of us are the masses. We can change that. And if you don't, we're not able to change the world's view on it. At least change your view on it. We can change our individual view on it. We can change our children's view on it. If it's too late for you, help the kids, help the grandkids. You are, Help your, your nephew or your nieces. If you're like me, you don't have kids. You be that uncle that's always telling them stuff they probably won't want to hear at first, but it will come back to them when they reach 15, 16, 18. You know, Uncle Tim was always telling me that instead of just going out and trying to find a job, I need to get a job and then get a side hustle. And grow that side hustle. Until it's, you know, working for myself. I promise you, I'll be their favorite uncle if that happens. Or you'll be their favorite aunt or uncle. Or your kids will will, will, will love you. You know, mom, dad always told me, you know, don't just rely on a job. Always have something going on. I'm, I'm so happy they told me that because look where I'm at now. Change a person's life. It's too late for you or if you don't want to do it, do it for someone else. Give someone the game. You know, I feel like and I'm definitely going to do some videos on this. I feel like we don't tell the youth the truth. I feel like we're, we, we give the youth the wrong... We give them the game, but not like the truth about it. So many things. So many messages we send to the young people. We don't tell... A lot of the stuff we glamorize. Like, I'm... Not to go off on a rant, but... I'm very mad with entertainers. Because they, they, they show the glamour of their life and their lifestyle. Most of them don't talk about the downfall, the bad. And of course they do that because, you know, it doesn't sell records. It doesn't sell streams if you talk about the downside of being a rapper. But if you show the money, the women, the cars, yeah, that, that sells streams. That's how you, you know, make money. But you got to give the youth the truth. So I think each and every one of us in our own little way, hey, should try to tell the youth the truth. Hey, this is what daddy went through working for 40 years. <laughs> this is... This is what daddy had to give up. This is what mom goes through going to work 10 hours every day. You don't have to live like this. Figure it out. 
You got the internet. There's so many ways to start a side hustle on the internet. You can start today. Like, literally. You can Google. There's this thing called Google. It works for everybody. Unless you live in China. <laughs> Which might even work there, but doesn't work the same. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to appeal to a broader Chinese market. Because China is, is, is going to be huge in the future. And then Africa is going to be huge. Anyway, um, this thing called Google. Works for most of us. Type in top side hustles for 2019. Skip through the first page. Go to like the third page. That's when you really get to the A lot of stuff on the internet, especially like make money stuff, the first page is saturated by the slick guys and girls who know how to saturate the first page. Maybe not sometimes the most like hardcore content for everyday person like me and you. Skip to like the third page. You start to see results from, you know, regular folks popping up. And that's where you get your good info. Google. Go to the third page. There will be someone saying, hey, this is what I do to make money on the side. This is my side hustle. And they'll give you the game. Totally what you need to do. You know, figure out what you want to do. But the mindset is the most important. The mindset of realizing you can be in control of your financial future. If you work hard at it, you're willing to put in the hours, put in the work for yourself. Like We're willing to put in the hours and the work for our, for our company, for our boss. I'm working evening overtime, which I really don't like doing, two two nights this week because we're super busy. Uh, we're changing, you know, the, the the cabin and hotel changeovers from Christmas to New Year's is crazy. Um, they needed someone. I'll come in. We're willing to do that a lot of time for our bosses if they ask us. Sometimes they don't even ask if we do it. But are are you willing to put in the overtime for yourself? Are you willing to put in OT for yourself, for your future, for your children's future? A lot of times we aren't. Got to put in that OT for yourself. That way the day will come when you are the only the only OT you ever have to put in is for yourself. The only time clock you have to punch is for yourself. And that's a very freeing feeling. I'm not there yet, but I will be. And I'm going to take you on the journey with me through the ups, downs, the highs, the lows. Um, which I, this is opening me up to, to videos I make about motivation, stuff like that. It's really hard for people to like come at you. They still do, but it's hard. Um, you do videos about, you know, making money, side hustles, finance, financial stuff. People can come at you. Oh, that's stupid. You're dumb. You're not making no money. Let me show you. You know, so I'm opening myself up to some vulnerability, but I'm willing to do it. Why not? Let's go. I don't care. Let's do it. But, and not to mention, in all honesty, YouTube's my side hustle. So the more I open myself up to the world, you know, the more coins I make. So don't, don't cry for me. <laughs> it's, 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 it's benefiting your boy still. But anyway, that's today's podcast. Hope this information was informative. Hopefully maybe it, you know, gave some of y'all a slight kick in the old rear end, um, or just helped to reaffirm what some people are already doing. Like I say, I'm no expert. I'm just a guy who is no longer afraid to say what he thinks need to, needs to be said. I'm going to talk the truth. You can think I'm not qualified, you can think I don't know what I'm talking about, but you can't say it's not the truth. Or you can, but I feel like majority of people would say, well, he's talking some truth. Albeit, you know, naive and uneducated, uh, <laughs> he's talking the truth. Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I think, um, podcast-wise, a lot of people have been giving me some good ideas. Like I said, I downloaded the Anchor app, going to work on that. Uh, some other stuff I got to do. The podcast is going to, you know, take a while to get it where I want it to go. Uh, I said I'm going to give myself like five podcasts 
before I have to level up. What I mean by that is, I'm going to give myself three more podcasts where it's just me, my laptop, the Audacity program, talking like this. Sixth podcast, I'm going to have to level up somehow. Maybe it's a music, an intro, I don't know. And I'm, then I'm going to do five podcasts on that level, or somewhere in there. Then I have to level up again. So I'm going to have a progression over time with my podcast. Um, so by the end of the year, hopefully it'll be like a bona fide, legit podcast. But I'm not rushing it. Like a lot of people gave me a lot of good ideas. And I could have right then tried to jump on them. But I was like, no, I'm going to go slow with this podcast. Take Because I don't want to get burnt out. Um, I like doing it now. If I try to get too fancy, schmancy too quickly, I'm not going to like it. I'm like, screw this. Um, so give myself like five podcasts, then I have to level up. Um, so that's kind of my goal. Going to stick to that. But like I said, 2019 is the year, people. Get on board. We're we going to do big things. 2018 was phenomenal. Blessed. Blessed with a capital B-L-E-S-T for my 2018 blessed for the thing I was able to do. I was looking back on the year and I was like, man, I got to go to that many places and do that much stuff and, you know, YouTube's going well and, you know, my mindset just is, is, is clear. I, I had some struggles. I had some downs. Oh, trust. I had some downs. You know, we had to fight the fight in 2018. But it's still a great year and I feel like 2019, I'm the only person that can keep me from having a phenomenal 2019 as well and I'm not going to keep myself from doing it. So hopefully you'll join in that with me. Um, my motto for 2019, one of my new mentors, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, um, he said something one day, it really hit me. He was like, if you want to be an anomaly, start acting like one. And that's really helped me in pushing forward like content and other stuff in life. A lot of stuff we're scared to do. And this fits into today's topic as well. You know, um, if you want to be an anomaly in your life in the future, your financial future, and taking control of your life. You got to start acting like one. Um, you can't do what everyone else is doing. Like, people ha need to look at you and be like, wow, that's crazy. And then that's how five, ten years down the line, people look at you and go, wow, that's crazy when they see the success you've, ach you've achieved. So that's my model for 2019. 2019, they're going to see me doing all sorts of crazy stuff, video-wise, on the internet, all that. Um, a lot of stuff I try to keep hidden, like at work or around. To, nah, they're going to see me walking up down the street with a video camera 2019. They're going to know, that black dude does YouTube videos. I don't know what he's talking about, but he's laughing and having a good time. They're going to see me at work, you know, on my Instagram, when on break, uh, you know, updating my Twitter, at you know, at lunch, not while I'm working. You know, I give a full day's work for full day's pay. I'm going to be an anomaly in 2019 so that in 2025, uh, I'm going to be a legit anomaly. I'm going to act like an anomaly 2019 forward so that I will be an anomaly 2025. I'm going to be living a different life than most people. Hopefully, you will be too. So, I'm Tim. This has been episode two of the Talking Truth podcast. I will... Um, have this podcast available for download on SoundCloud. Um, that's right along the level I'm on. Cheap ghetto podcast. If you want to listen to it, download it on SoundCloud. So you can look in the description box for the link. Um, at Timothy J. Ward, Instagram. Trying to get to 500 followers. Help me out, people. Um, I think it's at Timothy J. Ward on Twitter. Trying to build my Twitter up, too. I also have the link to my Facebook page. Um, 
All right, Timothy Ward, Timothy J. Ward Facebook page. Trying to level up on Facebook as well. So last week I started making unique video content for Facebook. So on my Facebook page, if you like my videos and for some reason you want to watch more than the almost five or six a week I put on YouTube, you can check me out on Facebook. Different content there. Um, and I'm learning, like, my life has been so YouTube-based, I'm having to learn how Facebook works, and so the content there will probably be a little different. Um, before I was just taking my videos from YouTube and linking them on Facebook, now unique videos on Facebook that you won't see on YouTube. I'm trying to resist the urge, I, I'm not going to, but I've, I've been resisting the urge to put the videos I made for Facebook on YouTube, because I'm like, man, those are some good videos, that was a good one, I should put them on YouTube. I'm like, no, I want unique content on each platform. Because not only does it push me to make more videos, more content, but also, you know, you can tailor the content for the platform and to, you know, now you have to subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But anyway, it's been like an hour. I feel like I've talked long enough. I got stuff I got to do today. You know, it's, it's I think it's Christmas Eve. But more important than that, I got to do like laundry. I want to run by the thrift store. Uh, you know, got stuff I got to do. I know y'all do too. Thank you for listening. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe. Be on the lookout for when the podcast, maybe a few months, but the podcast is going to go on all your favorite podcasty apps and stuff like that. So, um, you know, share this with a friend who has a job if they hate it, if they're one of the 70%. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Hope you have a blessed day. Talk to you later.